Jai Sadgurudev and good morning to all of you. My name is Srirang and I have joined this satsang from uh, North Carolina. So before we begin this session, I would like to bow down uh, and offer my prayers to the holy feet of Lord Sadgurudev. So please join me by closing your eyes. Bar bar vandana karum Sadguru Dev Mahima Parampar Sharana Sharana Mesharana E Guru Bandi Chor Mohe Ubaro He Guru Yahasobar Niho Welcome to weekly uh, English satsang organized by North America Institute of Vihangam Yoga. In current times, our day-to-day -day life has become so busy in fulfilling our physical, uh, mental requirements and also our social responsibilities uh, that we have forgotten a very important requirement, which is a requirement of our soul. So first of all, I congratulate each one of you for taking some time off uh, your busy schedules to fulfill the requirements of soul through this satsang. So today uh, we will continue our uh, Swarved Wisdom discussion. Um, but before we begin, uh, we will start with our prayers. So uh, we will start this session by inviting Sadhguru Dev and ask for his blessings uh, through this uh, through the Swagat Gan. I request Jessica Ji to recite Swagat Gan. Over to you, Jessica Ji. Jasa Gurudev, Swagatan. Aja Swagatanidya Guru Vena. Santa Shubhagama Aye. Adyatma Vidya Divya Jyoti. Somara Sabara Saye. Dosha Dura Guna Dura Karike Shura Hansa Banaye Bede Kama Kati Kyana Karajana Shakti Dwarva Hataye Kule Rava Shabda Saga Bhakta Jana Anahwaiye Jana Sadafula Vishwa Shikshaka Shana Anabachaiye Aja Swagatanidya Guru Vara Santa Shubhagama Aiye Thank you, Jessica Ji. So now in presence of uh, Lord Sadgurudev, let us move on to our next prayer. Our next prayer to His Holiness is the Mangal Gan. Let us immerse ourselves in His thoughts and pray to Him 
to eradicate differences and ill amongst various classes, communities, and have universal peace. Let this earth be a heavenly place with plentiful bliss, prosperity, and peace. I would again request Jessica Ji to sing this beautiful composition. Over to you, Jessica Ji. Mangogan. Vishwa Shanti Nama Mangala Paramaguru Kodiaye Vargadwanva Shanti Dorakara Bava Beda Mitaye Sarva Buma Samasti Sata Yatma Raja Banaye Pesha Basha Bava Jagamaya Gyana Paradara Saiye Sumitri Sukha Shanti Taratara Svarga Bhumi Banaye Vishwa Shikshaka Jana Sadafala Niti Swarva Apanaye Vishwa Shanti Nama Mangala Paramakuru Kodiaye Sadhguru Deva Kije Thank you, Jessica Ji, for putting forward soulful words of Swagat Gan and Mangal Gan. So we will uh, move on to our next topic, which is uh, Swarved Gyan. Uh, so to talk about Swarved Gyan, we have very experienced and knowledgeable uh, disciple of Sadhguru Dev, Dr. Subhash Chandraji. So I will hand it over to him uh, for the uh, you know, Swarved Gyan. So over to you, Subhash Ji. Thank you, Sri Rangji. And I hope I'm audible. Yes, you're Thank audible. Thank you. Thank you all for joining the session today for Navy for organizing this. And uh, before I try to bring in discussion of, on Sarved couplet. I would like to offer my prayer in the holy feet of Sadhguru Dev. Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Devo Maheshwara, Guru Sakshat Par Brahma. Tasmai Sri Guru Dev Guru Venama Sab Devo Ka Deva Hai Paramapurusha Karu Bina Sadaguru Prabhu Jivana Mile Hotaki Rahe Bhavaku तीन लोक नवखंड में गुरु से बड़ा ना कोई 
करता करे न करी सके गुरु करे सो हो Before I begin the discussion on this sloka, these words of wisdom as uh, before that, Sriranji, can you? Is it possible to uh, please project uh, that sloka? No. No, I made you present. Um, so uh, I let me find where the PDF is. Just give give me a minute. If not, it's it's fine. Yeah, does anyone have that PDF and link handy? Could you please uh, bring it to me on WhatsApp? This is the couplet from Panchamandhyaya, that is fifth chapter uh, uh, of fifth mandal, and it is the ninth sloka. उपदेशक विद्वान बन सहल है वाचक ज्ञान अमली जीवन प्रेम रत सेवक दुर्लभ जान सो आई वोंट बी एबल टू ब्रेक डाउन ईच वर्ड और वर्ड बाय वर्ड एंड ट्रांसलेट इट इनटू इंग्लिश I can. I will be focusing on the essence. We focus on the very first line. Upadeshak vidwanaban. It implies that one can be a pracharak, the initiator, who has the uh, Thank you. Thanks a lot, Srirangji. So you can see it is now being projected in front of you. So Ubdeshak is the instructor, Vidwan, a learned person, wise person who has read the scriptures, is full of knowledge. So it says that it is easy. It is easy to become a learned person. And become an instructor of Vihangam Yoga. It is also easy to preach that knowledge. But what is difficult is putting that theory into practice, using that knowledge in your day-to-day -day life, as they say. You walk the walk. You just don't talk. So this will be an example where you are using that knowledge in your own life in the most practical form. And Swamiji further emphasizes that it is rare such instructors or such knowledgeable people who also have. use this knowledge in their practical life 
and are not just the bearer of the knowledge, but they're also the one who have lived or who are living that life filled with the knowledge and it's a very rare thing to happen. So on that note, the best way to understand uh, a, a scripture that is written by experience is either, either some sharing and someone's experience or sharing a story and then uh, that is the only way to understand that. What does it mean to say that it's easy to become an instructor, the knowledge bearer, or be called an intelligent person? Just like, uh, for me, it has always been easy to take day-to-day -day example. What I'm doing right now, I'm preaching. Preaching, what am I preaching? I'm preaching the knowledge. So the second part, Sahal Gyan. It's easier to preach the knowledge that is mentioned in Sarveda by reading Sarveda or by being given the ability or authority to preach it or share the knowledge with others. That is what I'm doing right now. But am I in my practical life going or leading my life as a Vihangam Yoga true disciple, as a disciple whom, whom I should be, whom I uh, need to be, as we talk in these books and as we talk about it in day-to-day -day life? So I'll also share an example. So there was a monk, and in that monk, uh, people would come, would visit, and uh, would uh, be in the service of the guru. And all those monks had their own good and bad qualities, and they were all Sorry for the background sound. So both all these uh, disciples had their qualities and one of the disciples had learned Sadhguru or Guru's preaching by heart. And he would talk about it even in Guru's absence. So everyone in the monk felt that he will be the person who will be replacing the Guru after Guru's death. Meanwhile, a person who had come to the Guru to learn uh, spirituality or the purpose of life or to understand how to stop the wavering mind and to understand the origin of he himself or the mind. So Guru told him that it's not easy. It's going to be very difficult. And it is only possible if you do everything that I ask you to do. So are you ready for that? That new disciple with his curiosity and desire to know about self, to know about his beginning from where he has uh, 
origin of life is and what is the purpose of the life. He surrendered. He said, I will do everything that you ask for. I will not ask any question. So Guru said, okay. And uh, he directed him to the kitchen and he said that you will be pounding rice in that kitchen and uh, you will not ask any question and you'll keep pounding rice and uh, because in that ashram there were 500 disciples so it was more like the rice for 500 disciples and that's to every day or twice a day so without any question he started pounding the rice guru had also told him that when I see that you are fit for the knowledge, I will come to you. You don't need to come to me and to ask, uh, am I ready now? Can I move on to the next stage? Is it now done enough with the pounding of the rice? So on that note, he started pounding. When he would get tired, he would sleep in the kitchen, on the floor. When he would wake up, he will again start pounding rice. People saw him, other disciples saw him. He would not say a word. Gradually, the impression was among the disciples that uh, he is a person with very low intellect and uh, nothing can be done uh, for him. And he will just be pounding rice. So people gradually stopped paying attention to him and he continued relentlessly on the work that was assigned to him. Days passed, months passed and years passed by. Gradually that guru became older and when the guru became older, uh, the day came for choosing the person who will be the uh, successor of the guru. No one was even thinking about that rice pounder. The truth was that even the rice pounder had stopped thinking about himself. How? Because he has no interaction with others. Initially, the thoughts came to his mind from the past. He was thinking, while thinking, he would find the rice. After repeatedly thinking the same things, those thoughts stopped coming to him. Relentlessly, he was just pounding the rice. So a time came when he became thoughtless because there was no room for other thoughts to get inside him. He could not think of anything. Gradually, he forgot where he is, what time of the day it is, what is his name. And uh, in that stage, he was where he would just do his work. There won't be any thoughts. So the guru had the selection criteria that whoever has knowledge to become my successor will write a few lines on my door at night and whosoever lines I would like, I will choose him as my successor. So as I was saying in the beginning, one of the successors who was very learned, not successor, one of the disciple 
who had learned the scriptures very well, came across as very learned. He wrote a few lines on the door of the Guru, which said something like, mind is a mirror, and the mind is something that uh, gets the reflection from the surroundings and uh, it causes turbulence in that mirror. And when the mind stops, the dust settles and the journey begins. Guru read those lines next day, next morning, and he got very angry because it's not that the knowledge was wrong. It's not that what was written there was wrong. But the way it was written and its interpretation could not have come from a person who has experienced something in life, who has experienced what mind is, would not say that mind is a mirror if someone who has really experienced the mind and the turbulence and the person who wrote it, even he did not write his name underneath because it seemed like he was not even sure about himself. So he did not write his uh, name underneath in lack of surety. Time passed by, people realized that Guru gets angry. So no one wrote anything. And uh, two disciples were talking about him in the kitchen when this rice pounder heard it and he smiled. So the disciples were taken aback or confused that this rice pounder who has no knowledge, who has been here for many years and does only one thing, has never read a scripture and has never sat in meditation, he is laughing at this event, and that too, which in, includes one of our most learned disciples. So they asked him, why are you laughing? He said, because it was genuine for the Guru to get angry. So they said that, okay, so it means you have more knowledge. He said, yes, but I don't know how to write. So if any one of you can help me to write, uh, I can tell you what to write on the Guru's door. So then he said, uh, he told them that there is no mind. So mind cannot be a mirror. It's our own thoughts that's we, that we gather in our day-to-day -day life that forms a mind. So a stage comes when we have no thoughts, there will be no mind. And then we are able to go beyond. So the way he talked about it, it was based on his own experience. Even if he was just pounding the rice, the experience was very right. You lose your thoughts because we have no uh, outside exposure, no, nothing for your senses to gain more information. And gradually, even if you have all the five sense organs, 
nothing is coming in. So the master, the guru, when he read those lines, uh, he accepted him, not in front of everyone, but he accepted him as his successor in that darkness of the night itself, gave him his robe, his stick, and proclaimed him to be the successor, but not in front of everyone. Because the society that he lived in was made up of his disciples who would have never accepted a rice founder to be their new guru, to be their new knowledgeable person. So this story tells us so many things. That someone who is knowledgeable does not mean that he has lived it, he has experienced it, because knowledge can be gained from multiple sources. Nowadays, social media, books, you sit down and you read things, you gain the knowledge. But there's a great difference between having the knowledge that we preach and living through that knowledge in our day-to-day -day life. And those who live through the knowledge does not need to be uh, a very intellectual person. There are so many examples uh, which I used to hear. I forgot the name of uh, the disciple of Sadhguru Dev. She was illiterate. And whenever, uh, and as I know or remember, uh, she had the experience of the fifth stage of uh, Vihangam Yoga. So whenever uh, she was asked uh, to discuss or asked to say something, she would quote directly from Swarveda, the way we read and quote it. So that is the, the essence of the science of consciousness, that it goes beyond our body, it goes beyond our five sense organs. So, and those who practice that learning and use it in their day-to-day -day life, they are the one who get the knowledge, the knowledge gets bestowed on them and they move forward on the path of Vihangam Yoga. Swamiji has also said that those people are very rare. Sometimes it's one in a million who are the real practitioners of Vihangam Yoga, who are the real disciples, who surrender themselves uh, fully and completely to the words of uh, Sadhguru Dev and uh, follow it. There have been many disciples who have reached, as, I'm, as I know, as I've heard, until even the fourth stage of Vihangam Yoga. And they found themselves very knowledgeable to the extent that a time came that they challenged uh, Sadhguru Sadhafal Devji Maharaj himself when the time was of nominating the successor. I won't go in detail of that, but what I want to convey here is that the person who challenged the succession or successor who will become the successor of Vihangam Yoga, he challenged it to Sadhguru Sadhafal Devji Maharaj, who is 
the source of the knowledge, who is the one who can make you experience things the moment he wants you to experience it. So the bookish knowledge versus being the real recipient of the knowledge and getting it from your seva. The seva that we do, that is uh, what makes someone capable or uh, that is the only criteria, the seva is the criteria that makes one uh, recipient of this uh, rare knowledge and rare wisdom. So before I move on to the next uh, sloka, next couplet, uh, back to your host for any questions, discussions, comments. Thank you, Subhaji, for explaining this Doha in very detail. And um, thank you for giving, you know, a practical example where, um, you know, we can understand that how this, uh, you know, how surrendering and to the guru and not having, you know, not applying your intellect um, in this knowledge, you know, just having that experience is uh, such an importance uh, in the spiritual path. So uh, we will open the floor for any questions uh, on this Doha. So if you have any thoughts, if you want to, you know, uh, if you have any questions, uh, please unmute yourself and ask the question or just, you know, put your thoughts forward. So I think uh, there are no questions on this Doha. Maybe, you know, people will probably have more questions um, after we discuss next one. So should I move on to next Doha, Subhashi? Uh, yes, sure, we can. Thank you, Sri Rangji, for projecting the next one. So it's a uh, five five ten. Save bhav utre sujhe As you can see, the English translation is uh, written there. Seva bhav sevak rahe, seva to serve. So when you have the feeling or the desire to serve, with that utmost desire to serve, and when you become a real servant, that is the only way to cross the level of prakriti, cross and go beyond this bondage, this worldly bondage that we have. Any other technique, rather than surrendering yourself and being a real servant, no other technique is going to help you or liberate you from this bondage of this worldly life other than the service to the master. So it's 
very important to understand and uh, most of the time i have come across uh, people lack this understanding in in most of the occasions that i have come across or talked to people first and foremost the question would be why is it so that sadguru dev is the only person to whom i need to surrender only then i will learn this science after surrendering see there are so many parts in this discussion and we need to understand it first part would be uh knowing your guru because if you don't know what are the qualities of your guru you won't believe what you can get and so you won't surrender so we say that our sadguru dev is biskala vibhushit there are these assets the assets of the knowledge which have been numbered there are 20 different again won't go in detail of that but more important and i don't even remember all those is that knowing that uh, our swami ji is biskala vibhushit there are so many traits that come in it now to learn a knowledge that is so vast or to learn something to free yourself from this bondage what is the need or what is the purpose of surrender see with meditation there is only so much we can achieve with meditation we gradually become a good recipient so let's say we were like the clay and meditation is the process in which this clay gets shaped into a vessel an empty vessel so that we are a better recipient of this science and this knowledge but that does not means that we become more deserving of this knowledge so this knowledge as we have discussed multiple times seva sadhan satsang these are the three main components be a servant be a good disciple in terms of meditation and it's very important to do satsang what we are doing right now uh being in the company of such people in from where you not only get the intellect but you also get uh, there is always a flow of energy from higher energy to the lower energy you get motivation you get more inclined towards the knowledge and there are so many other factors that come into play see the servants can also be of multiple different types i was i remember once talking to or listening to bharat ratan ji and he was giving an example of sevak swami met tutu mama bhav i am not saying it correctly the essence was that 
the way a master deals with his dog or talks to his dog or treats his dog, that is the way uh, if your guru is finding you capable enough to even treat you like that, that's good enough. Whenever he says, come near, you come near. Whenever he says, go far away, you go far away. And that is only possible if you have lost your ego. That is only possible if you have forgotten your real self, as in the self that you are aware of in terms of this body. In, and with this body, all those traits of ego and me and I that exist, once that goes away, once that is lost, only then your sentiments or feelings will not be heard in the hurt in the feet of Sadhgurudev, even if uh, you are being, you are feeling that uh, my Swami is treating with me uh, like a dog and whenever he wants to see me, to play with me, he brings me in. Whenever he doesn't care, he doesn't want, he throws me out. So that is one way to say that uh, the surrender should be the surrender of the ego. And to be a servant means a servant in the real sense. And yesterday in Hindi satsang, I even heard uh, this example from uh, Suji. That was a wonderful example of uh, what a sevak bhav is. Now see, in this seva bhav to the feeling of serving the Lord, the Sadhgurudev, uh, it can come in multiple different shapes and forms. And this we have discussed in satsang multiple times. Earth, dharm. So you can do it in terms of your time, in terms of uh, uh, sharing of your knowledge, in terms of uh, whatever time you are spending making a living, making money, because earth, even that money is required. Now, sometimes people get puzzled with the idea that uh, I'm giving so much money to the ashram in form of seva. And uh, this is a huge amount of money that I'm sending to the ashram. What am I getting in return? See, this mere feeling, what am I getting in return? Or why I should be sending this money to the ashram? That again talks about your lack of surrender. Only someone who does not trust his master, does not trust about his well-being, that the master will be taking care of him or her, no matter what, that is what the real surrender is. But here, after spending some amount of the money, we start questioning it. That is not a surrender. And most of the people who have surrendered themselves at every level, talk to them and you will learn. And again, these things cannot be just explained or talked about in words. And you will learn that the more they gave, the greater amount they got in return. So being in the service of that Guru, it's like 
it has been explained guru is a culprit you get from guru whatever you ask for and uh, very few people ask for enlightenment most of the people still ask for that once they feel that they have surrendered they ask for their well being that guru i am suffering from this illness how can i get rid of this illness guru i am having loss of money how can i make more money and please help me so that i don't lose more so it is either the worldly things materialistic things something to do with the family the job and what not but those who have devoted their life in the service of the guru as a servant who have forgotten themselves that they exist where their identity as a human being their body uh, is not their own what it has been devoted in the feet of sadguru dev they became they become free from the bodily afflictions when you are at the mercy of the guru the guru takes care of you guru makes your wishes come true so when you wish for surrender guru even makes the surrender easy for you when you wish enlightenment when you wish it you get enlightenment but if you don't wish it and you just feel that i am in the feet of sadguru dev i am in his service that's not good enough so the way we function is that we get what we ask for i may have shared this story even before and uh, but i will share again it seems uh, very relevant with this couplet i hope it may help someone uh, to get understand that guru gives you what you want and that surrender if you have surrendered but the essence of surrender is missing uh, nothing can uh, make it happen what so when i was in my 10th grade uh, for some reason i had uh, decided to devote myself uh, to the ashram the intent was to surrender i had just passed my 10th grade and i was waiting to get enrolled in 12th grade in india we have 10th 12th so while i was waiting uh i told my father that uh, you already have three sons so even if one son does not stay with you uh, it should not make much of a difference he was in agreement and he sent me to the ashram with uh, one of the guru bhais and guru bhai means one of uh, the other disciples of sadguru dev who was going to visit sadguru dev in the ashram so once i went there that was the time that uh, the vedic school was in its very beginning 
there is uh, there was a still a structure being built teachers yoga bhyas teachers were being hired and uh, uh, i started learning there it was a pleasant experience uh, i would wake up before or around 4 am would do uh, brahmot sadhan with everyone and then i had the task of cleaning the temple uh, uh, that we have in allahabad and would try to wake up um, get water from the bucket would clean the temple sometimes would be the task to participate in making the breakfast or the lunch would do that and would always be full of energy would never feel tired even if uh, the time that was given for sleep would be 6 7 hours there were four teachers there teachers of uh, astadhyayi teachers of ved and one more teacher was uh, a sanskrit teacher so astadhyayi teacher veda teacher sanskrit there was one more teacher i think he was teaching english at that time so i had the privilege of uh, being there with uh, uh, others at that time sant sri namdev ji uh, and sant prabhar and i had the privilege to read all this at that time with them so i would begin and since i had always uh, been a good reader i would say and studied uh, in the school life also the focus was always on reading so uh going back to the previous couplet that it's easy to read and uh, i would read i would read faster than others so gradually those teachers also started telling me that uh, look you can read veda any time in your life even now i remember some of those verses veda shiva shiva veda veda bhyasi sada shiva शेकिंग so even if i was in the ashram even if i was devoted physically 24 hours in the service of the ashram but what was the outcome i still was not surrendered so there is the difference you can be a you can be a so called sevak who is physically involved time wise he is involved but surrendering from the core where you are without suspicion to your master is the most important thing so despite doing everything as instructed as hoped uh i started questioning learning was fun learning asthadhyayi was also fun uh from where these alphabets a a e u all these things have come but this suspicion started mounting and uh, 
they would also tell me that subhash ji so aap mein aur aur mein kya fark hai jo aap baaki jo mere shishya hain wo guru bhavan mein apni bhojan ki prapti karte hain aur aap is bhojanalay mein hum logon ke bhojanalay mein apni bhojan ko prapt karte hain so they were trying to say it is not their fault again uh, my apology if i'm sharing the story in such a way it's sometimes difficult it's an old story what i'm just trying to convey is that the surrender is limited then there is always a scope for suspicion they would give me examples of the differences that the ashram is doing they would give me example of why the uh, why sant sri namdev ji and sant pravar sri vigyan dev ji will have uh, uh, their food uh, in the guru bhavan in the in the sant nivash uh, why not with us see at that time i did not uh, think of it uh, in the way i think now so there is also an importance of uh, knowledge so we say that uh, vihangam yoga is all the three components gyan uh, bhakti and uh, so these three things which i forgot one but uh, that gyan is very also important and here we are not referring to the bookish gyan the knowledge what we are referring to is to knowing who your guru is to knowing the difference between you as a soul and your guru or sant pravar ji or sant namdev ji as a soul and what is the difference and the bare uh, lack of understanding uh, that uh, uh, how they eating in acharya nivas is okay and is is more than okay than me eating in bhojnale so with that suspicion i was also trying to convey that guru gives you what you want and what you seek so even then those teachers would ask me about uh, what you want to become in life you know normally you ask those questions to a child and i would say what i want to become within a day or two although the plan was to continue to live there and i think i lived there for uh, maybe 3 weeks or something and within a day or two of these discussions that started happening in which uh, those teachers would uh, talk to me i would somewhat get suspicious and uh, within a day or two swami ji called me and said that uh, uh, how are you doing how is everything and uh, what you wanted to do in your life and i said the same thing that i thought of becoming a doctor so see if you look back, if i look back in time he openly gave me the opportunity and asked me what you want what you want from this life what you want from this ashram and uh, being a innocent uh, or someone who did not have that spiritual backing or knowledge uh, i ended up talking about uh, the monetary gain or uh, talking about uh, uh, aim of the life which was materialistic aim and within two days he made arrangements for me 
to so that I can go back to my house. And uh, I went back to my house. So all I want to convey here is that when you talk about service and surrender, that surrender has to be at every level. It has to be wholehearted. You cannot have a different thought in your mind and your actions of devotion be there. So, man, uh, so from every fiber of your being, the devotion and surrender needs to come. And once it's there, nothing would prevent you from the liberation of this bondage of rebirth. Anytime you are suspicious of anything, then uh, uh, there is nothing that can free you from that bondage. And one of the part of Jnana Bhakti, uh, Jnana is knowing. It is not always from books. It comes from experience. It also comes if your guru wants you to know it. If you are deserving to know it. Then from that knowledge and experience, uh, you get to see things better and you get more devoted and uh, more surrendered on that path of being. Uh, back to you. Back to you, Sri And if anyone has any discussions, thank you. Thank you, Subhajji, for uh, explaining this Doha wonderfully and also telling us your personal experience and, um, you know, how Sadhguru Dev gives you what, what you ask for. So it was really, you know, touching experience or, you know, the, the Sansmaran that you have shared with us. Um, I, I just want to, you know, uh, quickly touch upon the point that you brought up about you know seva and uh, when we are doing seva or when we are doing you know the, uh, probably you know we are giving donations let's say for Swarvid Mahamandir uh, you know the, the the typically what happens is people will ask right um, they they have some kind of doubt uh, you know why we are doing this you know will I get the uh, physical benefit if I uh, perform this seva and that you know those that bhav or you know the the thought process that uh, some people have behind doing seva that reduces the importance of seva so as you said right uh, the bhav with which we do seva uh, that is more important and where we have to just do the seva with full surrender without having any expectation um, in Swarved, Swamiji has uh, written that, you know, um, I'm not able to recollect the exact couplet, but the meaning of it is uh, the Nishkam Seva or Seva with no um, expectation from the Seva is the best form of Seva. So this was really, uh, you know, very nice explanation from your side. Uh, so we will uh, open up the floor again for questions about this Doha or the previous one or people can share their experiences or if they have any questions.
it is okay to ask questions about any spiritual topic if you don't have any questions on these duhas uh, we can still have discussion on any questions you may have from the previous uh, couplets or any other spiritual question we can take I don't really have a big question, but I just want to thank all of you for sharing such a wonderful and beautiful, uh, because this definitely makes a lot of impact to people who are listening. Um, you know, it, it, it really, uh, you know, redefines what a service is, what a seva is. Uh, generally, you know, um, you know, this is this is the seva that we are talking about, which is really at the core of uh, of the existence, which is uh, what the Sadhguru seva is. What we, what is the you know, which is the uh, the cosmic design actually, and um, or uh, uh, in the last couple of uh, you know sessions, I think we have really define um in you know various kinds of seva tan mandhan uh, or gyan um and then uh, so i just wanted to kind of commend the all of you for sharing your experiences and uh, um, making us really understand um the deep the, the depth of the meaning and um, and generally the seva that people are used to like charity and things like that is really a byproduct i think uh, which is if you're if uh, if one is uh, established into the uh, the guru seva then everything else is is a is a byproduct means those will naturally happen and uh, i think that uh, i just wanted to kind of you know mention that thank you I'll, I'll 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 definitely would love to hear more from the others who are listening and uh, yeah on this thank you Thank you, Niranjanji, for your thoughts. One, one, one other thing I, I had was, um, you know, this, uh, the Swarven Mandir, the window of opportunity is within this year, right? To serve. Is that right? Yes, correct. So, um, let me I don't have the exact timeline, but Swami did. Uh, Swamiji did mention that you know we are very close to the completion of the uh, work, and he did mention that once this uh, you know this is a golden opportunity. He uh, his exact words were Ganga Bhairavi hai, abhi nahalo. That means you know the the blessings are flowing, and if you can't take advantage of those blessings right now through this uh, you know donation to Sorved Mahamandir then you know once this uh, opportunity stops then where exactly we will you know uh, provide our seva so swamiji has been mentioning this uh, multiple times and he's mentioned he has mentioned this uh, repeatedly in multiple of his amrutvanis that this is the golden opportunity and once the work of survey mahamandir completes then you know we will actually lose this opportunity you know where, where exactly we are going to provide our seva you know this is where the uh, the blessings are flowing and we should all take advantage of uh, those blessings right now could you post the link 
where we can um, uh, you know put some donation sure we will yeah okay if you can uh, please post it on this um, uh, um, or i can request vijay ji also to send send it separately yeah thank you yeah yeah sure okay so um looks like we do not have any questions um so we will probably move on to the closure of this uh, session <clears throat> So our next uh, segment in this session is Warriors of the Week. Uh, we know all, we all know that the best time to meditate is between uh, 3 to 5 a.m. Um, you know, that's called Brahma Murat time, uh, but uh, most of us are not able to take advantage of this time. So to encourage all of us, Navy has started a WhatsApp group called Brahma Murat Warriors. Uh, the goal of the group is to encourage everyone um, through their active participation. Uh, basically, there is no session to join. You meditate on your own uh, during Brahma Murat uh, period. Uh, and then you simply post a message done in the group. Uh, the purpose of that message is to motivate others. You know, as we see more people sending those messages, you know, it motivates people. You know, a lot of people are able to take advantage of that time. So I should also take advantage of it. A lot of people are able to do it. You know, it, it seems impossible, but um, because we see that a lot of people are doing it, it um, gives us a confidence boost that yes, you know, someday even I can, you know, start taking advantage of the Brahma Murat meditation time. And Swamiji says that, you know, I'm sending the blessings, but because disciple is sleeping at that time, you know, that those blessings come back to him. Uh, so, all, all it means is we have to be available at that time to receive those blessings uh, or the Shakti from uh, Sadhgurudev. So we should definitely make every effort uh, to meditate uh, during this period uh, because this is the best period for meditation. So One question uh, I have here. Yeah. Sorry, uh, uh, one question I have. You know, in the morning, uh, let's say if you just you know in a subconsciously you woke up but you didn't really sit down and in the meditative in the meditative posture but you woke up and you are thinking you have put them in the thought the sadguru and also you are thinking about uh, paramatma the uh, some sort of a form that you have created for krishna for example does that suffice i mean does that help that's uh... Uh, I think, uh, see, basically having the thought about uh, Sadhguru Dev or Paramatma is good thing. But we also have to understand that, uh, you know, there is a reason why we have these five stages. Um, so I think, you know, it is important to meditate on the Upadishta Bhumi or, you know, the, uh, the focal point which is given to us, you know, uh, whichever, whichever level we are at. Meditating at that level will probably you know will probably give you multifold benefits again when you talk about the posture itself um, there is uh, you know there is no strict rule about uh, sitting only in you know a specific posture because swamiji has mentioned that based on the ability of a person you can uh, you know sit sit in uh, various different postures you know you can sit in siddhasan you can sit in sukhasan 
Uh, you can sit in the chair. If somebody is not able to sit in the chair for a long time, they can actually do meditation lying down. But <clears throat> I think what is more important here is um, it is not about the thoughts, right? Um, we It is about focusing on the focal point because that's the Updishta Bhumi, Bhumi from our Guru. Uh, so I would say if you want to take full advantage of the Brahma Murat meditation, uh, more in, more than posture or more than the thoughts, um, making an attempt to sit, uh, you know, basically focus on the focal point uh, which is given to you. And that is uh, that is what I think. But I would, uh, uh, you know, uh, ask other senior guru to also uh, express their thoughts uh, on this question. Yes, sir, Gurudev Sriranji. I would like to talk something. See, um, by doing this, what we are trying to achieve. Shubh karma, shubh karma, vi karma. We know Vihangam Yoga has those karmas, types of karmas. Now, any good thoughts or good deeds comes under bucket of shubh karma, right? Either it could be sakam or it could be nishkam. So now, towards the Paramatma Prapti, it's called Neskam Karma we should be doing. And what is that state state of yoga? It's far beyond where we are right now. And we know from different ones that Ishwar, uh, Ishwar Prapti Vani ka vishay nahi hai. What it means we cannot achieve the God by the thoughts or by chanting, just chanting all day, mala jap or whatever. God ko yaad karu mein, God, God, God. Similar thing, I'm, I'm remembering this. Swamiji is uh, one of the sons, Marana, I'll go that later. By doing that, can I achieve the God? Not. Because I'm using all my sensory organs um action of organs with that i am limiting just here within the uh, prakriti and the god is beyond the prakriti so we to achieve to meet the god to unite with god we need the technique a yukti which is beyond the prakriti, which is through the meditation. There is no other way. And this is the beautiful thing that we are in the journey here together, learning together what is, what could be that way to lead the beyond the prakriti. And Swamiji has that. He has that. And we know who is the master uh, can lift us to go there. Right now, still we are in Prakriti and it happens, and with the needs, with the health, uh, things change and we do, but it's still doing good things, uh, remembering God, not breaking the schedule two times meditation, all that. That's very good. We should try our hard. But there is every work has a technique to do. If other way the technique we do, what result we get? Not the full, complete benefit. The same thing here. Complete benefit, we will be away for it. But first of all, why we are here also? 
only destined people, fortunate people are here, all of us learning together, which is beyond our not, you know, our indriyas that we haven't seen and we are learning that and we know who is the master could give us. So even to get there, if we go, if we think of our foundation, what we have been praying so far and we are here directed because of that foundation. If I go to Jagdish Hare, we all have built that foundation. Om Jai Jagdish Hare Paramatma Istuti, we have been doing through that prayer. But in that lines, what we are actually doing, the avyakta form of the God, only we are praying. How do we know? We have been just chanting and chanting, not realizing. If we understand the depth of the meaning, which is we are here, we are trying to relate what we have been doing and what we are supposed to do. We grow over the time. We have been praying through Par Brahma Parmeshwar, Tum Sabke Swami. Who is that Par Brahma? Pare, pare, pare hai Brahma se. Who is that Par Brahma? Parmeshwar. Avyakta form of that Parmeshwar. When we say without Vani, we, uh, with Vani we cannot achieve the Paramatma, but still look at the Daya, the kindness of Lord that giving us a way to find Him and we are here in this journey together. The other line, if you go in that prayer, it says, Tumoho ek agochar sabke pranapati. Everybody's pranas, who is that? Ek ho agochar, who is that? Agochar, we can't see through the eyes. If we cannot see through the eyes, so keeping in the front of a, the murti and we are praying, what we are praying for? If it is agochar, so what we are seeing is not the same. So what is going on there? See, we have been built. Our, our culture is so rich. The Vedic knowledge is so rich. It is within. In. But to explain the real truth, what is behind, we are late to the journey now. And we have been given the technique also. So one Sansmaran, I'm remembering that I was getting back now. Uh, Amit Palji Sansmaran, he mentioned one time that he only needed to meet the God, experience the God. And for that, he could go to any level of the seva that he could get. But seva with the bhav that I am meeting the God. So Swamiji says, takes him to the ashram and shows the people who are doing 24 by 7 seva over there. See, Amit Palji, look at these people. They are doing seva. Not keeping anything and they are doing seva. You want to meet with Waheguru. And if you say roti, roti, roti all day, will you get roti? Or you have to do something? You have to do something. You have to cook roti. Then you will get roti. So how could you think just saying Waheguru, Waheguru, you will achieve and you, you will get Waheguru? So he was given the seva. And that seva, he puts himself 
and there was a stage that without questioning he get all his answers now from his thoughts even meeting parmatma is also not there whatever seva he is getting he is happy with seva he got everything what he wanted and this is how the state sadgudev makes us takes us to that state so just wanted to put um, if we use our mind and intellect to think uh, and again there are limitations with that and how far we could go you know we have been doing that now we are in the path where this knowledge is there we are exploring beyond so i think we should be following the technique what we are um told so just wanted to put that through that hope it answers answers the questions that niranjan ji posted thank you so much jaisal gurudev thank you so much maharaj thank you thank you um that was very helpful one follow up question was um so when we uh, focus on the focal point which is the nasika tip um and then still we imagine sadguru right so in the beginning when we are focusing uh, at the focal point we definitely put our prayers to sadgurudev he sadgurudev i am in this path please guide my intellect into the right path this prayer we do through the guru mantra and it's up to gurudev what we are prescribed is consistently look at the focal point we have to remind that sitting on siddhasan and keeping not directly on the ground whatever we have been taught during the initiation we should be following that and backbone is straight and looking at the focal point keeping the light not dark completely the room should not be dark light should be enough that you could be able to see the focal point and light should not be coming direct, directly onto your face and that's what we all learn and we should abide as much possible onto the given technique i see and what do we think at that time while we are no thinking on if the focal thought comes thought comes means your focus is not at the focal point believe I me see. only two I things see. could happen either you are focused at the focal point or you are not if you are not thoughts mm. will come so again remind yourself your backbone is straight and you are looking where you are supposed to got it thank you so much i think sure. uh, yeah i think this is exactly what was told and it's good to kind of refresh that especially for uh, you know uh, yeah for thank sure you. yeah yeah thank you thank you for mm. all your questions niranjin ji it helps yeah. all of us together yeah and amit um, ji thank you for sending the uh, uh, the registration link so is that registration for the uh, 100th um 100th varshikotsav is that what that is yes okay is is that in india like or yes it varsh- is in india yes i see yes yes so we register there and we uh, donate there also is it uh i don't know if that has donation link i think it is just the registration link uh mm. actually if you in the site if you look at it there is a donation link uh 
but I I want to be a little careful about giving you the link because there are two two links. One is for Indian citizens, another one is for uh, U.S. citizens. So um, I, I will have to find out what is the link for U.S. citizens because we are not supposed to donate in the uh, link. You know, using the link which is for Indian citizens. There are some implications. Oh, that, I, so see. I see. Okay, I'll ask Bijaji about that one. Then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for I'll, all your yeah. questions. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, warriors of the week for this week are Bhagwati Patel ji, Lalmani ji, Prachikshar Sagar ji. My name is also there. Surya Alam Raju ji, Tajinder ji, Vinita ji, and Yogesh Kirsagar ji. Uh, we also have inductees of the week. Uh, these are the disciples who have meditated at least once um, in the week. Uh, I know most of these are in the uh, warriors of the week. So, you know, life happens, you miss one day and then you are into inductees of the week. But yeah, these are the people who have at least meditated at least once uh, in the week. Uh, so inductees of the week are Amit Tarekarji, Anu Kumarji, Mayaji, Mayuri Krishnanji, P. Muruganji, Ranjani ji, Rashmi Kiri ji, and Tanuja ji. Thank you everyone for encouraging us and you know showing your consistency in the meditation. Um, so thank you for that. So we have reached uh, now the last phase of today's workshop. Uh, in this phase, we are going to chant short version of Guru Vandana, Arti and Shantipat. Guru Vandana is a prayer through which we seek blessings uh, of Sadguru. Uh, we request well-being, health, wealth and seek his blessings for spiritual knowledge. I would request Devji to sing last four lines of Guru Vandana. Over to you, Devji. Vandana Prabhu Kalpa Santa Samaja Utama Sarva Dharma Achaya He Jiminadya Asriti Sinduki He Vishwapathamaya Kaya He Prabhu Sacha Santa Samajitira Aparaksa Kijie Jana Sadafala Jana Bhakti Vridi Dina Dina Kijie. Thank you. Thank you, Devji. Our next prayer is Arti. Here we acknowledge the power of Almighty and pray that all disciples experience eternal joy, love and freedom from the worries under his holy guidance. I request everyone to stand up for the Arti and <clears throat> again request uh, Devji to uh, sing last few lines of Arti. Over to you, Devji. Arti. Guru Marathi Gachi Trandrama Sivakanayana Chakura Palaka Palaka Niratahata Rahe Guru Murati Kiyo Shweta Shweta Maya Shweta He Shweta Shweta Maya Shweta Tina Pata Amriti Bara 
Shweta Mahamara Shred Ashta Chakra Saba Sunya Para Dara Adhara Kipur Tahansa Dafara Garakia Bulipada Sansar Thank you, Devji. I request everyone to sit down for Shanti part. In the Shanti part, we chant for peace for everyone in this universe. May Sadgurudev bless the entire cosmos with peace, love and prosperity. I again request Devji uh, to recite last few lines of Shanti part for us. Over to you, Devji. Shanti part. Hey Prabhu Shanti Sarupu Shanti Shanti Maya Shanti 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 Jana Shanti Ho Purna Shanti Maya Shanti Hey Prabhu Shanti Pradana Kara Duraho Sarva Shanti Deva Sadafala Shanti Maya Shanti Shanti Sukha Shanti Jasaguru Deva Bhagawan Bakije. Thank you, Devji, for singing uh, uh, Guru Vandana Arti and Shanti part with such a uh, devotional filled voice. So, this concludes our today's session. Um, <clears throat> you know, thank you for making this. Uh, Satsang very successful uh, with your participation, active participation. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Jessica Ji, Dev Ji, Dr. Subhash Chandra Ji, uh, Maya Ji, Niranjan Ji for their active participation. I would uh, actually, I want to apologize for not being ready with the PDF and would like to thank Amit Ji and Nitu Ji for promptly sending the link uh, to the, uh, so, you know, PDF file. So thank you everyone for your commitment and uh, willingness to join this uh, session on a regular basis. Um, I just pray to the Sadhgurudev that we all maintain this momentum and he keeps us all connected with uh, his uh, divine knowledge and pray to the uh, holy feet of Sadhgurudev for peaceful and spiritual week ahead uh, for all of us. So see you next Sunday at 10.30 uh, a.m. Uh, on the same Zoom uh, link. Uh, have a wonderful day ahead and Jai Sadhguru Dev.